A lot of people ask about what are the top tips for investing in property and truth be known, there aren't 3, 5, 7, 15 different tips. There's a lot of different things that you need to do. But in very simple terms, I've come up with the 5 key areas and elements I think you need to be aware of. So in this video, I share my 5 tips with you if you're starting off in property today. Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax-saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. When's a good time to invest in property? You might be thinking, and people ask this question quite often. And you can see that house prices uh, right now uh, are at a very high level. Uh, and in fact, most properties that I'm looking at and most people that I'm talking to uh, are telling me that house prices are selling for above asking price. And that's absolutely crazy. I mean, the market's just absolutely mad. If those people are looking for a bargain, I think you're going to struggle to find one right now. I mean, truth be told, there are a few here and there. If you've got the right type of contacts, you can get some really good deals. But for the average buyer buying a house on an average street or a road, uh, what you're going to find is there's a lot of competition and house prices are, like I said, selling for more than asking price. That really is crazy, isn't it? Uh, so is the UK property market a good place to invest, especially for those who aren't familiar with property? And the simple answer from my point of view is yes, absolutely it is. Uh, because obviously the market's grown and I think uh, in the next three or four years, uh, you'll see the market grow even further. Now people ask a lot of questions about when's the market gonna crash? And nobody has a crystal ball, nobody knows that. If you all knew that, we'd all wait for the market to crash and, and then we'd buy. If you don't buy today and the market doesn't crash in three years time and the uh, property's worth take 15% more, then you go, at that time you're going to regret, why didn't I buy three years ago? So you, you've just got to buy, have a clear strategy and basically do what you need to do to make your business work. Now, in terms of property investing, there's quite a few different things to know. There's quite a few moving parts, but I want to make this video really kind of simple and straightforward for you uh, so that you can fully understand and grasp the real kind of basics that you need to do. So it's quite simply, you're buying property for two main outcomes. One is the annual cash flow, which is rental income. And the other one, which is a bonus, is of course, uh, the capital growth, which happens over time. And you don't do anything to make that happen, by the way. Whereas in an ordinary business, obviously you work hard, you generate revenue, you generate profits. And through that, your business has a particular value based on the EBITDA. Uh, with property works slightly differently, uh, the market grows and expands as it does, and you and I benefit as a direct result. I mean, there's things you can do to add value to a property. But we're just talking simply without adding value. What you're looking at is regular cash flow plus capital appreciation. Regular cash flow being the most important one. Don't rely on capital growth. That is just simply a bonus. So with that, uh, you've got to see, in my view, uh, property investing as a long-term strategy. This isn't something which is gonna get rich quick in real estate. I know that's been plotted around a lot, especially in America. And of course you can do that, by the way, uh, if you're doing commercial conversions, you're buying land, building houses, flats, apartments, selling them, doing flips, 
those will generate you big chunks of cash very quickly. Then you've got things like serviced accommodation, uh, which work well, possibly HMOs, uh, which can work well depending on how you manage them. But if you're just doing single lets and it's a slow burn, it's going to be a long term strategy. So you need to be patient with that. Now, there's obviously a number of benefits to having uh, an investment property. Uh, and one of the main attractions, of, of course, is that uh, you get rental income coming in each month. You use that to pay off your mortgage and any other expenditure you may incur. Uh, so you've got regular recurring income coming in every single month. As long as you have a tenant, uh, you pay for the repairs and, and maintenance and mortgage costs if you have a loan. And whatever's left over is your surplus. That's your profit. You can obviously draw down on that. Uh, the other thing to think about is do you buy in your own name, a partnership, an LLP, a limited company? That's outside the scope of this particular video. All you're looking for is positive cash flow every single month from a property. Alongside that, of course, like I said earlier, you're looking for capital growth. This is kind of the upside for you in terms of where the market goes over a given period of time. And you'll know if you followed property, if you, even if you research or read online, uh, that uh, property increases in value and can double uh, over 15, 20 years. So you'll see that medium to long term uh, advantage, depending on how long you hold on to the property for. So you've got kind of two benefits or two bites of the cherry. One is the regular cash flow. Second one is uh, the capital growth over a number of years. So I'm going to share with you now my five tips that I think you ought to know uh, in terms of property investing. The first one, which I think is very important, is look for areas where there's a growing population uh, because clearly there'll be more demand there. Uh, and what this means is you've got to research the area and find out exactly what's going on. Look at the, the growth trend in the past look at things that are happening in that particular area, which are going to lead to an increase in demand in housing. If that's the case, of course, that's good news for you. If you are a landlord or you're looking to be a landlord, because when there's an increase in demand, of course, you can rent your properties out. Number two, uh, look for positive economic growth in that particular area in terms of investment, in terms of any new uh, investment in that particular area, in terms of companies investing, look at what the council is doing, look at their uh, corporate program, look at their growth program, look at their regeneration program, look at what the government's doing in terms of leveling up or other investment in that particular area. All of these things here will give you a really good idea of what's happening in that particular area. Is there a new university being built there? Uh, is a large corporate employer moving there. Look at these things. Talk to the local council. They will give you some of the information anyway in terms of the uh, their corporate plan and their growth plan. Number three, look for tenant demand. Uh, look at the demographic that, that you're targeting in that particular area uh, and then make sure that the properties you're buying fit in line with that particular demographic. Of course, there's other things that go in there in terms of is it a, a university town? Is it a town that has a large hospital? So there's doctors and nurses who might be looking to uh, rent property. Is it kind of, does it fit in well for young professionals who are seeking apartments or uh, flats, which are generally speaking are going to be close to the town centre? So it's important to understand what's driving the economy, what's driving the growth, uh, who's in charge of that particular city, what growth plans they've got, uh, what the government's doing, regionally what's going on all of these things are going to give you a good idea in terms of tenant demand and what's happening in that particular city or area number four find the best places in the uk to invest 
Of course, this kind of sounds obvious and you think, oh, we all try and do that, but that's not always the case. Uh, but the location is extremely important and is for you to find out what location works both for you from an investment point of view, but also from a practical point of view in terms of you managing or working in that particular areas. Now, some landlords want to invest in a kind of tight geographical fit, which might be very close to where they live. Other people don't mind traveling or having property far away uh, because the ease of management simply is they'll give it the property to an agent and it's pretty much uh, hands off and they'll, they'll have the peace of mind that a particular agent is looking after those properties. It depends how involved you want to be. It depends what kind of uh, agent you can find who can look after your properties. Some do a good job, some don't do a good job, but I guess that applies to every single industry and sector across the board. So it's really finding out your own kind of limitations or, or your restrictions that you impose on yourself uh, in terms of where you want to go. Uh, and then it's looking for hotspots, which might work really well for you. And these could be up and down uh, the country. Different people will tell you they get different returns. Some people, for example, love Liverpool. Others love Coventry. Others love Peterborough. Others might love uh, Cornwall. So it's about you finding what works for you uh, and investing in that particular area but keeping it as tight as you can i think works better you don't want to have two properties in the northeast one in the southeast one in the, in the southwest and two in east of england i'd say keep them all together for various different benefits including obviously going to make visits there having one agent who can look after uh, those properties for you if you've got a, a builder contractor handy person they can obviously be located in that area and they can look after those properties for you so in terms of looking at it regionally, uh, Savile's uh, report recently showed that the Northwest and Yorkshire and the Humber region are expected to grow by 18.8% by 2026. That's a significant growth. Uh, and that is partly linked with the government's agenda in terms of levelling up uh, and uh, putting more money into the North. Uh, whether that happens or not remains to be seen. Uh, it sounds good. If it does happen, fantastic. If it doesn't happen, uh, then it might not be as good, uh, but uh, the levelling up focus does seem to be uh, to invest more money in the North. Personally, I think that's a fantastic idea because the North usually loses out. I live down in the kind of southeast or east of England area, uh, which is reasonably well funded compared to some of the areas up north. So I think everything should be as equal as it can be. Uh, so Leeds, for example, with a growing economy and plenty of job opportunities uh, is uh, one of the most in-demand uh, places in terms of property uh, in the country. Uh, there's been a significant amount of investment over the last 25-30 years in Leeds. It's a thriving place. Uh, it works exceptionally well. If you go there, uh, there's there's a bus the entire place. They've got uh, fantastic universities, football clubs, cricket club, cricket ground in fact, uh, and many other things by the way, uh, which make Leeds a very appealing place. So if that's something that entices you, go out uh, up up to or down to Leeds, have a look and see if it works for you. Uh, Birmingham, again, uh, is another place which uh, has a strong economic growth uh, trend and is doing exceptionally well. Uh, I know uh, the council is very focused on growth development, uh, improving skills, yeah, and that seems to be working very, very well uh, for Birmingham. And again, on the outskirts of Birmingham, even going into Coventry, that works exceptionally well too so if you're not sure and you're open-minded maybe have a look at both uh, Leeds and Birmingham those are two really good areas now if you're looking at uh, the south of the southeast 
Bracknell, uh, which uh, has had a uh, 6% growth and is looking to have a 6% growth up until 2025, seems to be working well. Of course, it's in the catchment area for London, so that works well. It's part of the commuter belt, uh, so people are going to live there and then commute to London. Uh, there's strong rental demand, but remember, if you're buying a property in Bracknell, it's going to cost you a lot more than buying property in Birmingham or in Leeds. So you've just got to work out the return on investment and make sure you can fund the deposit uh, if you're buying single lets. Because uh, so, if you're obviously buying a property for 500 grand, the deposit on that's going to be a lot higher if you're buying a property for 200 grand. So it just depends on your overall growth plan and what availability you have to cash. Uh, alongside that, obviously looking at how much cash flow you're going to generate every single month uh, and what the possible upside is in terms of the capital appreciation. So you've got to do those numbers. Uh, it's not as easy as me or somebody else telling you, okay, buy a property in Bracknell, it increases in value by say 7% or 6% every single year, but the rental income and the profits might not be as good Whereas if you buy up north, the rental profits might be better, but the capital appreciation might not be as good. So you need to compare and contrast and see which one works better for you and which one you prefer. Me personally, I'd rather go for the monthly cash flow and make sure that works exceptionally well. And anything on the upside in terms of capital appreciation is simply a bonus. Number five is for you to find income producing properties. This is exceptionally important. Now, to find the best properties out there, you've got to do some research, you've got to spend time, and that means doing some hard work. And if you're a property investor, you, you're not going to be shy to do hard work because we all know it requires a lot of effort. And this means looking at properties in different areas, looking at the values, looking at the rental demand, uh, looking at uh, how, what rental income you get, then comparing that to how much it's going to cost you to run that property, and then working out, of course, your return on investment. There's no doubt, obviously, buy-to-let can work exceptionally well. It is profitable. Uh, it enables you to provide housing to those people who need it. Yeah, so it's a good, good income generator, but it also helps you feel better because you're giving something back to society and you're helping those who can't afford a property to help them get on the property ladder because they could rent from you for a few years. You can tell your property to them or you can give your property to them and they can save up and then buy their own property. Uh, so it works both for you from a personal point of view but for you in terms of helping the wider community but to help yourself you need to make sure that you buy a property that you can afford you buy a property that cash flows you buy a property that works for you and is in demand uh, so when you're working out all your figures make sure you work out all the costs including repairs maintenance insurance any of the certification that's required any of the uh, planning requirements uh, if there's uh, if you're doing an HMO, be aware of Article 4. Uh, so you need to make sure you're aware of all these things because if you're not, you're going to fall into trouble and ignorance is not bliss. Uh, so make sure you work with people who know what they're doing and they can share with you what to do. So in conclusion, investing in property, I think is a fantastic idea. Personally, I think it's the best business out there from all the different businesses I've worked with, owned and run. I think property is fantastic for various different reasons, by the way. And it's not just about making money. It's about making a difference. Uh, but as well as property works, it, there's a huge downside as well. Things can, can go wrong if you're not uh, prudent, if you don't check through everything, if the housing market crashes, if you over leverage, if you over promise, if you get things wrong, if they end up costing you more, if it takes you more time to do the work, all of these things are going to cause you significant problems 
if you're not experienced and you don't have the cash flow behind you to kind of uh, weather the storm. Uh, so make sure you go into it with your eyes open. If you have any questions, by the way, feel free to post them below. I'll happily answer as many questions as you've got. No problem whatsoever. Uh, if you like this video, obviously click like and subscribe so you can get regular content. And if you're obviously uh, looking for a particular topic, post that in the comments below and I'll happily answer it for you too. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.